Welcome to the Veterinary Social Media Podcast, where you learn how to navigate social media and apply it to the world of veterinary medicine. I'm your host, Cheyenne Flerks, and let's get down to business. Hey, hey, welcome to my podcast. If you are joining us for the first time, welcome. I'm Cheyenne. And if you are joining us for another round, thank you so much for coming back. Today's episode is going to be shorter. Hopefully that's my goal. But today I'm going to be sharing with you tips that I have used over the last, wow, eight years as a social veterinary social media manager to really help me save time and become more efficient with my social media management in multiple departments. So let's dive on in. The first tip that I want to share with you about saving time while managing social media is create a plan. Now, I know some of you who like to fly by the seat of your pants might be like, no, please, not a plan. It takes so much more time. But I promise you, it actually will save you a ton of time in the long run. And that's because Once you have a plan, you spend less time and energy trying to figure out what you need to be posting from day to day, and you can just go straight to your plan and be like, oh, okay, today is Tuesday, and I haven't planned out to be making a post on this, right? So all you have to do is go about your day with creating that post or just knowing that it's going to be posted. We'll get to this, but I like to work on my posts in batches, so I don't have to be posting every day. But with that, creating a plan goes along the same lines as creating a content calendar. Now, if you're not familiar with a content calendar, a content calendar is basically a calendar that you have set up that has all your social media posts on it. And having a plan and a content calendar can be one and the same. But what I like to do is I like to have a digital calendar, whether that's a Google calendar or I love working inside of Airtable, but I plot out all of my content in that calendar. And so that I can refer to it and know when I have a post that is going to be posted or um, what I need to be creating a post about. Oftentimes the content calendar will have other things like when an email is going out or when a blog post is going out. But in our use, it's typically going to be a social media post. So what that can look like is if you want to create something called content pillars, which are basically categories that you dedicate to a week Um, or day of the week, and that is going to be post ideas related to that category. So it can be services on Wednesdays. It could be a team highlight on Mondays, or Fridays can be something silly or fun. So then you create posts based upon those. I don't necessarily always like to recommend using content buckets or content pillars because that does involve a little bit more strategy. But if that is something that you're ready to do when you are creating your content calendar, then by all means, do that. I will do a a podcast episode on this in the near future. But I wanted to mention a content calendar because I know too many of my colleagues who are creating all of their social media posts inside um, Meta Business Suite scheduler. And I have been a victim of Meta's fasting binge of eating posts where I go in there, create all the posts, write all the captions, spent all my heart, tears, and sweat (laughs) and putting uh, the content into Meta Business Suite. And I come in a couple days later and I find that all my posts have been eaten by Meta, like 
<clears throat> excuse me, like it's an old vending machine. So if you have uh, been a victim of Meta Business Suite Scheduler, you'll know how this feels. But if you have a content calendar, what you can do is go back to your calendar. And what I like to do is I like to put a copy of all of my, my posts in there, including the, the visual, which is the graphic or video, and then put my caption in that content calendar. So it's all stored just in case I need to pull it out if my post scheduler eats it or if I just wanna bring back that post for later, revamp it. So that in itself is a huge, huge time saver because in a way it creates a content library or a bank of post ideas. And so that comes to my next post or my post (laughs) tip is create a content library. And content libraries are basically what I just described. It's a bank or a place where you store post ideas or posts from the past. It's basically a area where you can just, if a post comes to mind, you can just store that idea and refer to it later. I call it my second brain sometimes because I get a lot of great post ideas or things that I thought would be great for marketing and I write them down and then I can never find that piece of paper or that notebook or that note on my phone ever again. And I'm like, no, my genius, brilliant idea. So I like to, again, put this in a digital spot. I like to put this in a Google Doc or an Airtable. For you, it could be a physical notebook that you just label or designate only for your content library, but put it in one place where you can just refer to it often and get inspiration. This I pull out all the time when I'm like so brain dead or just need a brilliant idea and this saves my butt every, every time. So with our third tip, I mentioned I work in batches. And so what that means is I like to designate days of the week or work in certain time spans where I'm only working on one thing. So to give you an example of what my batches look like is um, on Mondays, I'll write out my strategy. I do this typically about once a month, but if you are trying to get into the groove of it, you might wanna do this once a week. But what I do is on Mondays, I create my strategy for social media or I review how past posts have performed and kind of regroup my ideas and kind of put them into a structure and put them into my content calendar. Tuesdays then I will start to formulate the the posts. So I'll start creating the visuals or gathering the photos and videos I need for those posts. Then Wednesdays I write the captions and I just go into pure writing mode. Then Thursdays, I review everything and upload it to my post scheduler. So you don't have to break it up into days in the week like that. If it works better for you to just say, okay, Mondays are the only day that I have time in the clinic to work on this or Mondays are my time away from the clinic. You know, do it when it works best for you to do it uninterrupted. But then you can say, okay, Monday, the first Monday of the month is when I'm going to be creating my strategy for the upcoming month. Then the next Monday, the second Monday of the month, you can create all the posts you need for that month. Then the following could be just captions. And then by the end of the month, you have everything ready to just schedule those posts and have it ready for the next month and just kind of repeat the cycle. So give that a try. I know it's kind of hard to get started and go into that motion of working in batches, but I promise the more that you just dedicate to yourself and focus on one task, the more efficient you will be in that and the quality of your work will go up. All right. So 
Tip number four and time-saving tips for social media managers is to make templates and automate what you can. So if you find yourself doing the same task again and again and again, or writing similar captions or using a similar design or layout in your posts for graphics, for example, what um, I encourage you to do is make a master copy, a master template that you can just copy and then reuse and adjust as needed. This has saved my my butt time and time again and is really my best uh, habit that I've made for myself that I just am so thankful for. Also with automating what you can. So this is where I like to use like a project management tool or using AI to help me really cut through the fluff of the the manual or tedious stuff that I don't necessarily have to do again and again, like writing an email. If you are writing an email to your website management uh, or what website designer to upload this on the website, for example, you know, save that as a copy, an email template copy in your email so that you can copy that and adjust as needed. Again, AI has made has made it possible for us to speed up so many tedious tasks. So especially in content creation, I use it often for content creation and writing captions. Of course, I I edit it so it works for me. I don't just copy it word from word and use it, but I use it as a shortcut and just a, a time saver. So consider using AI and making templates. I do have a membership called Vet Social Hub where I do make templates for you, post templates, and I send you post ideas every month and a calendar straight to your email. So that has been a great time saver for a lot of practice managers overall. So if you're interested in becoming a Vet Social Hub member, definitely head to the show notes to grab the link for for that and to learn a lot more about what Vet Social Hub is. But that really has been a time saver, templates and automating what I can. So with that, the next tip in saving time is delegate when possible. Now, I know this might be hard, especially if you are the only one working on social media and there isn't somebody else to help you. But it's important to know your limitations as well, right? Especially if you are doing another job in the practice, like if you're a technician or an assistant, you're probably working on the floor as well, right? So, and we all know that when you're sitting down to work on social media, that's when the emergencies are more likely to come in. So if possible, bring on another team member to help you, even if that's just sharing your your brain power with each other to come up with post ideas or having someone take photos for you so that you can create those posts a lot easier or, you know, delegating, hey, can you post for me this week? I need a break. Something like that just to really create those margins so that you can have some breathing room as well. And if possible, if like, again, if you're the practice manager of your hospital, you know, see if you can hire help, either if that's a third-party company, um, like a, your website de- developer, if they offer social media management, that might be an option for you, or hire a freelancer. I have helped multiple hospitals with this exact thing. They just need a little bit more support in creating those social media posts, and that's where I come in and help them. So there might be someone like me in your area that can definitely help you alleviate some of that that pressure or just save you some time and that alone. So if that is something that you are considering, definitely reach out. I know lots of people, I do it myself, and I can definitely point you in the right direction and get you support where needed. 
But with that, I promise to keep this episode short. So let me just do a recap of those tips. But the first one is to create a plan. Second is to create a content library. Third is to work in batches. Fourth is to make templates and automate what you can. And finally, delegate when possible. So if you have found this episode to be helpful, could you do me a favor, please, pretty please? (laughs) And consider sharing this with a friend and leaving me a review. I'm on a mission to get this podcast out to as many veterinary professionals as possible and would so appreciate your support. So thanks for joining me and I will catch you later. Bye.